Welcome to Tune In Tuesday with Christine Tadop, founder of Upvisor. I'm passionate about helping people understand their purpose and unlock the meaning in their lives through business. This podcast is all about tuning in with fellow entrepreneurs and understanding how they have discovered their purpose, but more importantly, how they live out their purpose every day. Welcome everyone to another final Tune In Tuesday. This is the final episode of season one and I'm super honored to have Brendan Williams here with me today to close out our our season where we have been speaking to entrepreneurs about their purpose in business. Brendan is a business coach and he is involved in a lot of different projects and Brendan I just want to hand this over to you. Go ahead, introduce yourself the way that you like to be introduced. Thank you very much. My name is Brendan Williams. I'm a business coach, a mentor, and I work with uh, entrepreneurs all over South Africa. Um, I specialize in virtual enterprise coaching using something called E-Factor. E-Factors are um, the name of given to this uh, method of coaching by a guy called Professor Ed Gibson, who won an OBE for um, his research in the UK regarding what makes an entrepreneur. My purpose in my business is to make South Africa more entrepreneurial. Um, I believe that with a more entrepreneurial nation, we would be happier as South Africans. Mm. I think that that, um, education, education, all kinds of things would change if entrepreneurs apply themselves to the solving of the type of problems that we see in the country. Mm. I think um, it's really important for us to make sure that we have an entrepreneurial mindset, regardless of where, whether we are in, in corporate or in employment, um, or whether we're running our own business. That, that creativity and innovative thinking that comes along with having that entrepreneurial mindset, I think, can make all the difference to the quality of our work and to the enjoyment we get out of being in whatever position we are. Very, very true. Um, being able to innovate um, business is only creating new offerings for your clients. It's also about changing your business that doesn't contribute to the business strategy. Mm. Well, what is strategy about? And strategy is essentially about one thing, and that's about influencing the buying decision of your customer. That's the introduction of new products, how you talk to them, how you communicate, how you appear, how you deliver, how you administer. So even simple things like email um, signatures at the bottom of, of, of your email, if they're not contributing towards your customer's buying decision, drop it or change it. Make sure that you continually refine in some form or way on a constant incremental basis will make you a better entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Brendan, you're, you're obviously very passionate about what you do. Um, and that's that's why we connected, mm-hmm. because we're passionate about entrepreneurial development um, and being able to raise up the, the next generation to be enterprising, you know. So in all of the, the decisions that you've made, in all of the, the obstacles, I guess, that you have come along um, or that you have overcome as you have gone along. What would you say has been the biggest challenge that you have found in making sure that you are aligned to your purpose? And how have you overcome that? 
One of the biggest challenges is fully understanding um, very, very clearly your own purpose. Mm. So, for example, um, and I do mean absolutely, absolute clarity. My purpose is help entrepreneurs understand themselves. That's what a coach does, right? When you understand yeah. yourself, you're able to self-evaluate and kind of look at this and say, I've really messed up. I shouldn't have been an entrepreneur. Or even better for me and more um, rewarding for me is, okay, I'm going to change the following aspects of my behavior, the way I apply um, the, 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 the tactical elements of my business. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do things differently become more focused on delivering that uh, solution that I want to deliver. That clarity of purpose, um, you tend to get lost, distracted, and the more accurate and the more pinpoint you can your purpose, the easier it is to make a decision about if it's not contributing to my client's buying decision, drop it or change it. Because does this contribute to a very, if you broad definition of your purpose, like it becomes a bit cloudy, a bit gray, you can't see as clearly decision that works, yes or no. Having a clarity of purpose, an absolute pure clarity of purpose, allow yes, no, I don't need that at all, I'm going to cut it up. I just, I just don't need to do that anymore. I'm wasting my time. Mm. I'm wasting my time handing out flyers at the traffic lights um, is a really good example. People do this. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, but the, 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 there are certain audiences, right, where flyers at the traffic light would be perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, but who are they? Which business? So what are you doing? And without knowing your clarity of purpose, you don't know who you've got to talk to. Mm. You don't know what the message is that you're going to tell them. Yeah. You don't know how much you're going to charge them. You don't know when you're going to deliver really clearly. You don't know how you're going to deliver. So these yeah. type of things then become refined. So starting off with, with, with that, in the beginning, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm a business coach. I'll do everything. I've got an MBA and a um, postgrad this and a whatever that and a halfway <laughs> PhD. And, a, and it's like I can do everything. Yeah. You can't do everything. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. I think there are some things in my business that I've I've done because I really I thought I really enjoyed it, but as you say, if it's not contributing to to the customer experience and to helping them to actually buy, then one has to think about whether or not that's the wisest way of spending your time. So I think that is a really, really valuable point for us to note. But at the same time we need to enjoy doing business, right? So Sometimes uh, maybe a guilty pleasure of something that you enjoy doing within the business, even if it's not bringing in the money, might still be okay if it brings you joy, right? I agree. And I think that I made up my mind a few years ago that I would only do things that, that I like. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do stuff I don't like doing. Now, that's kind of like a, a debatable point. And I've had, had long talks with people who say, yeah, but you're still filling out forms and you're still having to do your tax returns. and you still." But these things contribute to my buying decision. Yeah. To 
do what I want to do, right? They contribute to what I want. I don't know. The joy is what I do. Um, what what I do is is overlaps greatly with business consulting, business management, um, business analysis, um, business systems, whatever. You, they, they, there's all these other fields of of, of business administration and yeah. and helping businesses grow. Um, yeah. And business management is not entrepreneurship. I I leave it alone completely. I I don't yeah. touch it. I don't do business analysis. I work with entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs innovate their existence. What can you do that will make your business become? What will be created? This light that will emerge. That, that on, on the first day there was light. Blah. Well, what is that thing that you're going to do that is going to provide that light to your customers towards which they will travel? Mm. I like that. You're absolutely right. I think we all have our unique take and we have to be true to who we are um, as, as entrepreneurs, but also just as individuals and figuring out how our personalities shine through within the business that we do, because it's exactly what you said. You will attract the right people based on, based on what you can relate to and based on the people that relate to you. So I think we must shy away from the idea that we need to to compete with or be like another entrepreneur or another company or another corporate that seems to be successful if that is not who you are. Exactly. Um, I, I, I often look at um, natural ecosystems. So you will look at, for example, the um, forests in India or the rainforest or the African savanna or um, the European um, tundra or, or, or wherever, we, we, whichever ecosystem, or the sea, or the Niger Lakes, or, or Cozy Bay's Harbour, or what, 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 whatever yeah. ecosystem you want to look at. These are all within the natural environment, but they're all different, and the creatures take up different position, different sizes, different places, different... Um, uh, but but essentially, they all function exactly the same way. There's a balance, there's a harmony. Everybody's got a place. And it's yeah. very specific to an evolution has ensured that animals, they perform a function. Find out what your thing, what your little purpose is. When you create that in a, in, in, in you, you creating the small thing, but it's actually a thing because it's used by an whole, uh, an entire ecosystem is dependent upon you and that dependency is special that dependency provides you with opportunity for fun for profit for um, achievement for growth and um, so don't think you're crazy um, unless you're trying to fit yourself into the wrong ecosystem and you are looking to 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 establish what that is how do you fit where can you be small isn't a big problem right yeah small isn't a problem if we took the microbes away from our existing planet the planet would die mm, i like that okay well brendan a few more questions for you the one of them is um if you think about your personal versus business life i think sometimes it gets easy for us to to separate the purpose that we have um 
from a personal and from a business perspective. For you, do you do you separate those? Are they aligned? And also maybe on the same same note, do you do you believe in work life balance? And if so, how do you do it? Okay, so um, <clears throat> I had this discussion a couple of weeks ago with a friend, and he's friend, you crazy. I mean, work out your personal life, same thing. And I was thinking, no, I'm not. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, uh, my hobby is my work. Uh, my work is my hobby. And um, my personal life um, with my family, yes, I'm very separate. If I'm playing with my daughter or I'm visiting um, family or sitting with my, 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 my family as general, I don't kind of like constantly uh, harp on about work. Um, so, yes, I, I separate to some extent, but mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I don't have a um, kind of like a, first of all, I don't have a nine-to-five type of job. Um, I connect with entrepreneurs all over the world. Um, their time zones are different. Entrepreneurs don't have a nine-to-five, or at least they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, and and I connect with people at um, all kind of odd hours. Mm. Um, whether and it, it, I I might not respond immediately if I'm asleep. Um, mm. But I kind of like uh, can be on the beach playing, watching the kids play, but having a braai, and at the same time checking occasionally on my phone. Um, and it's kind of like okay. I, I, I think that they blend together very well. They don't overlap or overpower each other. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Okay. Second last question that I ask all of my guests. And you are the final guest, so you better make this good. And I'm sure you will because you've basically been giving us a great little coaching session here today. Um, so if you had to give one piece of advice from your experience for existing and aspiring entrepreneurs that will help them make their business a success, what would that be? It, it literally is, if it doesn't contribute to your customer's buying decision, mm-hmm. drop it or change it. Yeah. Go and have a look at, I mean, choosing strategy is fairly easy, right? Mm-hmm. You can have... Uh, productive um, leadership. So, so your ability to produce reduces your cost. That's a cost strategy. You can focus on a very specific audience, and and that's going to require customer intimacy of of of, of world class uh, grade in 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 order to achieve a a a focus strategy. You're going to focus on a specific audience. You're going to mm. focus on children. You're going to focus on schools. You're going to focus on engineering companies. You're going to focus on Mines. You're going to focus on uh, mountain climbers. You're going to focus on sportsmen. You're going to whoever it might be. Yes. You have to have that. That's going to require uh, intense customer intimacy. You're going to have to need to know what's in their heads. Mm-hmm. With the productive thing, where you're reducing cost, you have to have um, uh, productive excellence. Um, your yeah. production must be, be be able to reduce the cost. The reduction mm-hmm. of the cost of your production allows you um, a cost advantage over your competitors. Or you can go the product leadership type of route, um, which is your differentiation route, and differentiate your product. And that's going to have your product leadership type of thing. Mm -hmm. Those strategies are fine. 
what the important choice is, is how you deliver that strategy to your client. And if you're not influenced, you can have the best motor car in the world. Yeah. If you're not influencing the buying decision by everything, and I do mean everything you do, you're not going to make it. I think that we should all look at polishing um, our own ability and our, uh, our, our kind of like get our compass pointed at the point of focus, our purpose, refine that focus until it is so small that it is so clear it is a bright star. It's kind of like a supernova. It might be a million miles away, but it is bright oh. and we can see it. Even at, at, at 500 million light years away, we will be able to see it. Mm. And we will be able to, and you will be able to deliver that message with clarity, with purpose, and with nothing in the way that impedes the buying decision. Mm, mm, I agree. Okay, awesome, Brendan. This was really cool. I enjoyed chatting to you, but I want to ask one final question. Do you have any exciting events or offers that you would like to share with our listeners? And where would they be able to find you online? Obviously, we'll share your links in the comments below, so that's no problem. I, I'd really like, uh, as you know, we're busy trying to push um, the Global Enterprise Academy and Solo a little bit further. And in order to be able to get some people um, to get experience of, of this virtual coaching, and because of I'd like them to engage in, in, in um, my organization, Christine knew one of those people. Uh, and uh, I would like to create a virtual coaching program for free for, awesome. I don't know, 15, 20, 30 people, whoever mm -hmm. can join. And um, free coaching for, let's call it six weeks or something like that, so that we can all learn about how it works, how it functions, how it goes, so that the team I'm trying to recruit, and this is a recruitment thing for me. Remember, I'm trying to influence buying decisions. There we go. So, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I want to practice. And I'd like other people to practice and, and see how it works. So... Um, get hold of me um, on my WhatsApp number, um, 079-180-6630, and um, just add me on WhatsApp, and I will create, just mention Christine and the group and coaching and blah, 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 and mm -hmm. I will create a group, and we will start um, coaching when we've got 15-plus um, people within that group. And, oh, one, one rule is if you have the program and you want to play, um, please, you need to have a specific goal for achievement in the program. I'd like to have a look at what you want to achieve in your business. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I love that. That's a really cool offer. Thank you, Brendan. And we will definitely be sharing this opportunity widely. I think it's an opportunity that it does not come along very often. So thank you so much for that offer. It's been really wonderful chatting to you today. As we close out our final podcast for the season. Um, and yeah, just thank you to all of our other entrepreneurs that have also been, been interviewed during the season. It's been really great journeying out with you guys. And thank you for our listeners. Um, it's I, I trust that you guys have found lots of value um, out of these, these experiences. So thank you so much, Brennan. We will be touching base soon. 
as we talk more about solo and global enterprise acceleration and all sorts of other things. So thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful afternoon. You're welcome. Thank you. Same to you. Thanks, Brendan. Thank you so much for listening into interview with Brendan Williams, a business coach, and his key piece of advice for existing and aspiring entrepreneurs is that if something does not contribute to your customer experience and helping with the buying journey, then either drop it or change it. And I love what Brennan always says, entrepreneurs innovate their own existence. So go out and innovate your own existence. So until our next interview with a fellow entrepreneur, where we understand how they have discovered their purpose, but more importantly, how they are living it out in the real world every day. This is Christine Tadok signing out. Bye.